0: Everyone, It's time to L-O-L. Listen out loud, that is. It's Anime Jam Session with your hosts, DJ Rama S, Kuro Usagi, and
1: Sailor Flair.
0: Hey everyone,
1: welcome to episode 65 of Anime Jam Session. I'm DJ Ranma S. And I'm DJ Kuro Usagi.
2: And I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Sailor Flair. Well,
1: Kuro, when did you become a DJ? I'm always one. Uh, well, were you hanging around Greg Ayers again? Oh. I didn't say it was a bad thing.
3: I wish I did, though. <laughs> How's everybody doing tonight?
0: Good.
1: Meh. All right. I agree. Well, we do have this giant wall called Comic-Con, so... Oh, yeah. I don't even remember what that
3: was.
2: It was only about a week ago. You've forgotten already?
3: <laughs> it's something I'd wish to forget. <laughs> that bad, no. huh? For me, yes
1: oh let's just i'm sorry let's just say i've heard people that are local are thinking about not going next year but then again i always hear that
3: yeah that's not anything new
1: yeah, but before <laughs> we get into that how was everybody's week or weekend and so on and so forth let's start with the one person we don't hear from all that often sailor Flair. oh
0: thank you so much mm-hmm. i had a pretty good weekend um let's see um Let's see. I didn't really do anything much on Sunday, except it was my dad's birthday on Friday, and we had the family over to celebrate. Hmm. And then on Sunday, I went on a nice little outing to Brooklyn, to the New York Aquarium in Coney Island with my sister and my brother-in-law. And then the second half of my evening was... um I was at my college, during, it was our homecoming weekend, and they let the alumni come back and be on the radio, so I was the last shift that weekend, so I got to do a two-hour radio show, and it was awesome. That's cool. I, I saw you sharing the thing on your page, Mhm. I,
1: I had to show some love for our super producer.
0: Thank you, and if anybody's interested, I'm going to be on again on Friday, November 4th, so...
1: I will. N- I will be added. Mark it down. I will not be able to listen. I have sorries.
0: Oh, where are you going?
1: I will be in Detroit for Yomacon.
0: Oh. You know ah. you can listen online, right?
1: True. <laughs> but I will be actually doing convention stuff, so I probably um, won't have to. You know what? I'll,
0: I'll send you a recording of the show. I always record them, so it'll be cool.
1: Yay. Yay. I'll have something to um, listen to on the plane right back.
0: It was oh, thank you. But other than, that, it was, uh, other than that, it was pretty uneventful.
1: Make sure you Dropbox it to me. Absolutely. And how was it that... You were in Brooklyn and I wasn't. This is the one time. Oh, I, will... I
0: always. I, I I have a sixth sense about these things. I find out when you're not going to be in Brooklyn and I just show up there. See,
1: this is the one time <laughs> I, I will let that go. Right? You know. You do
0: know I'm joking, right? Mm. I had no prior knowledge of where you were before I came here, before I went there.
1: Oh, Flair, what are we.
0: Where were you? Weren't you in Philly? Yep. Nice. I was there a couple of weekends ago. I went there for a weekend with my sister and my brother-in-law. I had never been there and it was really cool.
2: Really? Yeah, well, i were in Philly, you city. didn't tell me?
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was there. You didn't. I'm surprised you didn't check my four square check-ins because I checked in at like a bunch of places in Philly like the hotel we stayed in and like...
1: The, I did not. City Hall and but all this other year. stuff. I'm but sure yeah, I really
0: liked it. Year. I had a I had a great weekend. I totally want to go back.
1: I say we all go to Philly for a weekend or something like that,
0: of course, since I'm such a huge fan of that sh- of the TV show, it's always sunny in Philadelphia and they have like a um like an unofficial walking tour of all the features they of all the show the places they've featured in the show, so I got to see some of those and I'm, I'm such a huge nerd, so anywho it was awesome hey, i de- I definitely like Philly
1: being a chick and a nerd ain't nothing wrong with that.
0: nope,
1: nope. not at all mm-hmm. Okay, um Sailor Flair. I mean not Flair, uh Kudo. What about you?
3: Kudo is having some technical difficulties, so I'll have to be back in at least a minute or two.
1: What did you do?
3: Oh no Oh no Skype. Skype is not being very friendly and it told me I needed to update before I logged on after I logged on.
2: Eh You've created a time paradox. No. Friends, that makes sense.
3: You know. So, see you in 30 seconds. But, because it's still freezing. But, but,
1: I'm still picking you up, though.
3: I'm still going here. away now. You cannot you. hear me. <laughs>
4: Psst,
3: Psst. You're still
0: being recorded. <laughs> I know.
1: Such a drama child she is.
0: She is floating in the abyss.
1: Well, someone get the proton packs and the ghost traps. <laughs> and there she goes. And Skype is trying to get her back. Isn't that something?
2: She's mm-hmm. nice doing it. all the heavy work for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> now why can't the government do that? <laughs> Alright, so anywho, last weekend was supposed to be Taki, the Asian karaoke. In- Invitational International, some, something like that. Went ahead, bought my ticket. Me and Ari were going to do pictures, live stream the whole two days, right?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: I find out like 25 minutes after I bought my ticket and mentioning it on Facebook that the event was canceled. No! I was more pissed that they didn't announce that shit on their uh, website. What? <laughs> that sucks. But will you have piss poor management and you letting people go in for free, I'm not surprised.
2: Didn't you say they didn't update their website for a couple days?
1: They didn't up- update it at all. Huh. I was only going to go so I could record my friend Lady I on stage and do a photo shoot with her. Other than that, I would have stayed at home. But um, after... Getting all pissy about that. Uh, My friend Mishi, she told me and Ari to come to her place for our Halloween party. So we did. And it was fun, despite the fact that I had ended up what a nauseating headache.
2: Yeah, what was up with that?
1: I, I don't know. That happens from time to time. If I, I, get a, I thought it was like a hunger headache, so that's why I ate before we left. But sometimes it's... My headache. I get those types of headaches where I feel like I'm going to throw up or something like that. So I just gotta, no. I just gotta just chill and idle and sleep. Because if I sleep it, sleep it off with some um, Tylenol or something like that, I'm fine in the morning.
0: Yeah, that's uh-huh. usually how these things go. Uh-huh. It's
1: good stuff. Yeah. And trust me, I really wanted to have a few more beers before I left too. So.
2: Yeah, it looked like you did.
1: I only had one.
2: Yeah, me too. Mm. But I think I like put it down somewhere and forgot about it.
1: Eh, it happens.
2: But yeah, since I was driving, I couldn't
1: drink. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, we could have stayed over there if we had wanted to.
2: Yeah, but I didn't bring a sleeping bag with with me in my car, and I typically don't do that well sleeping away from home mm-hmm. if it's on the bed. Hard
1: to sleep or?
2: Yeah, that too.
1: I usually have that problem.
2: Like, I don't know how it happened, but one night when I was, you know, your place for, for a New York Comic Con, I woke up face down on the floor with my completely opened, unzipped sleeping bag draped atop me. Eh I don't know how that happened.
1: I was in my room, dead to the world, so I could not tell you.
2: Yeah, neither could I.
1: And I was kind of more surprised that I was actually out to like 3 o'clock in the morning on Friday and Saturday night and still up at like 7, 8 o'clock to hit the con.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's con weekend mode. You typically operate on less sleep.
1: True, but this is a local convention. I mean, we come back to the house, we chill, party till 2 a.m. and pass out. Eh. So that's pretty much how we spent our weekend, so... Yep. And then I end up leaving my um my wallet at, at Missy's house so we had to drive back and get it. Oh.
2: That was fun.
3: Mm-hmm. And that wasn't fun for me. Why not? Welcome back.
1: No shit, really.
3: Yeah. I'm back now. Welcome back. Interesting again.
1: Great timing.
3: Why is that?
1: We're about to take our
2: first break.
0: Oh So you snap. came back just for us to leave.
2: Yay. Isn't it funny how it works like that? Mm.
3: Well yeah, I guess. See you guys later.
1: We'll be
4: back. <laughs> 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 It's not a No. Yo gooru sa zero Te Saete
1: Episode sixty-five is not just our syndicated episode, but it's also our New York Comic Con episode as well. Yay! Okay. And there is so much crap to wade through to get to, 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 to discuss. So, where shall we begin?
2: We can oh start with goodness. day four, with the day zero on Thursday. And- would yes. a waste that would have
1: wasted that once. Yeah, that's a good start, place to start the at the beginning. beginning. Okay, day zero. I mean, it was like a herd when they let everybody in. I was hearing the riders of Valkyries. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's kind of scary. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about it in my
2: book, but uh, hmm? it's it seemed like you know you the the day zero was was special that you know you get you got special privilege to be there and there's only so many. You know, four day passes to go around, but they're pretty much just throwing them out there like candy.
3: Oh wait, they're throwing what? What? Oh, they were, well, they had they had were that...
2: devaluing the the four mm. day passes by giving them out to whoever wanted to purchase them instead of just saying, "Hey, we've only got so many of these to go around. You better get them while you can." Oh yeah. Uh... Aside from industry and press being able to get there on day zero with no problem, which is why you know that Thursday seemed more mob than it would normally feel. Like it did last year. Oh, yeah. hmm. Continue? Say, nothing about, say nothing about how the press people were treated like vagrants.
3: Oh my gosh.
2: To, that actually is you know, something I've heard.
3: I've heard that as well.
2: They stuck the, us in the basement like a bunch of animals.
3: Is it a lot worse than last year?
1: I tend to think so.
3: Because I noticed I noticed in particular while we're going through the whole press because that was actually one big problem that I've had. Or I've heard from actually other people that have obtained the press badge that they were pretty much treated the same way as people who just got a regular pass.
2: Yep. Oh. You know how normal conventions that a press pass will, will grant you, you know, Special privileges. Yeah. You know, like might get to the front you might get, or you know, Get your
0: special entry into a crowded
1: panel. Yeah. Not this yeah. time. It it's starting to get to the point where a lot of conventions are doing that. Okay, I deserve that. I mean I can kind of understand why cons are doing that because a lot of people are doing are asking for press pass just to get in for free and not doing anything about it.
3: Well, that was the whole point of going through the screening process so they wouldn't have to have this problem. I think it's their fault too because if they have to screen people to to get passes, wouldn't that be the whole point of having us have a pass
1: anyway if we're going to be reporting for them? See what what they should do is if you request for a press pass you should get it. And then when you're done, you contact the people you got press from to give them links to your coverage. Now, if you don't do that within a certain time, you will not be uh, you should not be allowed a press pass for the following year. That's the way I look at it.
3: I mean, I've heard horror stories of people who got press badges and really weren't entitled to them. Even one about one person who actually Share their past with somebody else to get into a panel, and which was actually the worst that you could ever do, because obviously they were unprofessional, and you could find out who was the one who did it. Then
1: you know, see, it's, it's assholes like that that gives that makes us look bad, because we're the ones that are working hard trying to do this. Right. But enough about that. I'm saving that for an article I'm going to write for the site a l- some a little bit down the line.
3: Yes. The yeah, yeah. You know, and I both. Section. You yeah, wouldn't so. be the first person or the last person because I've already seen complaints from other um from other um writers that have had their their two cents to say it about the convention.
1: Oh yeah, I've read a few of those so, yeah.
3: so what are what what else can we call comic done pretty much n y f was pretty non-existent here The outlands <laughs>
2: the the nerds that other nerds stay away from apparently.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, like you just see a tumbleweed roll
1: by. It's not even that it was a tumbleweed, because I call it the Outlands, because you had to go out, out of the dealer's room and around and upstairs to get. To I it. got lost.
0: <laughs> uh, so, literally like the middle of nowhere.
1: I mean, when you go there,
2: it was
3: there. It's like, oh, there it is. Oh,
0: there's the anime,
3: this and then you're really like, really? really? Welcome
2: to New this New is New it. Anime
0: fest. It's not much to
2: it. Sorry. But well, as your comic con isn't sorry.
1: But as Uncle Yoke puts it, they had we had the upper advantage. We have sun. We had sunlight.
2: <laughs> Whereas the comic book fan would burst the flames upon exposure to UV radiation, mm-hmm. like a vampire, only not as like, not as awesome.
3: It was okay. I, to be honest with you, I did not really. The last day that I've been to the con was actually the time that I noticed that New York Anime Fest was there. The last day, <laughs> the thought. Sunday, is when I realized, oh, there it is, and that's really sad. And I think in the beginning, you go through the Artist Alley first. And then, yes, you do. And then there was Anime Fest, but I was very confused when I got there because all I saw was a bunch of tables and people sitting in
2: And a big stage in the far wall where they might might have had some things going on.
3: They did have some events going in, and I've actually seen them online. They had some weird contests. I think there was one contest about eating Pocky. A Pocky, Pocky eating contest? Eating po- I'd contest.
1: rather go for a ramenade con- drinking contest.
3: Oh, it was... <laughs>
1: Wait, Ramenade? Ramen What's that?
3: What's
0: that soda in the glass bottle with the oh. little ball thingy? Oh, that
1: stuff. Yeah. I would be burping up the storm. Kind of reminds me of Anime Boston. They had a um a ramen eating contest, something like that. A friend of mine entered in it.
2: Though, so, okay. like a half hour later, you're probably pissed like a racehorse after. Re- mm, unless you eat a lot of crackers.
1: So,
3: basically, so what else did they do on um Thursday? I know there was a concert going on that I could not
1: get into. Did anybody go see that? I didn't even bother. Oh, I mean, as everyone went to the concert and it just went, it was like dead. It was dead after when people went to the concert, it was just dead. What? I yeah. ran to a couple of friends of mine, took pictures of them, and then we left.
3: Well, that's too bad. Well, I guess we can't talk about that because nobody went. OK, so let's go towards Friday.
1: Mm-hmm. Friday!
2: Friday was a little better. Indeed.
3: Please tell me about it, because that was the one that I was not able to go
2: to. I still wasn't appreciating the shoulder-to-shoulder crowds, though.
1: A lot more cosplay,
2: pretty much. Yeah, you weren't gonna see people showing off costumes on Thursday when, when only three quarters of the attendance was there.
1: Well, there were some people showing off their cosplays and stuff like
2: that on Thursday. Yeah, so Thursday, but not, but you know, not everyone.
1: It got
3: really quiet. But mm. is well, there any other panels that was that you know that you originally were excited for? And was it disappointing or How'd I that go? Guess. Well. I'll let Ari
1: handle the panels and so forth. Goo Ari.
2: All right. Well, let's see. Oh, there was a huge panel called Meet Me at the Arcade, which was a long, you know, exposit about Chinatown Fair. Oh. Aww.
3: Oh, yes. was here?
2: Well, it's history and how when it closed, it was the last arcade in Manhattan. As far as you guys didn't know about, about the place.
3: Of course we knew about oh, the, I place. About I used the to go, place. I used to go there a couple of years back with my ex-boyfriend at the time, but.
2: I didn't Nothing
1: see here. him. Hmm? I'm saying, uh, Kurt, I didn't see him.
3: Well, good. You know exactly yes. what I'm talking about, don't you?
2: Mm-hmm. Good. Well, they're, dis- they're doing a lot of discussion about the arcade scene and how and how Chinatown Fair is like one of the best places in the world for it. Oh, it is. And Except. Except what?
3: There's too many, too many people loitering there all the time. So, it kind of gave it a bit of a bad reputation.
2: Yeah, a lot of our- arcades in the country have a Bad reputation, mostly because, you know, as they explained, they're like they're a business more than anything else, and all they care about is making money, not, like, not you know the, the player interactions, the community, anything like that. Like you ever see like the old, like you, you, know, you see a bunch of times like that. You go to a restaurant, like you may see like an old arcade cabinet stashed off in the corner.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, you know the uh, game, the uh, game over scre- like phrase, you know, burned in. Like burned into the screen, one or two of the buttons don't work. You know, shit like that. Mm. It's because you know American American arcades are leagues behind the Japanese counterparts.
3: Yeah, but they hell... actually have
2: demand maintenance. Like, if you're playing a game and it and a button just like stops working or breaks, you just raise your hand. you will get the guys' <laughs> and they'll come over and fix it right there for you.
1: Sounds like Dave and Buster's.
2: Yep. No, because. The Dave and Buster's in Philly, you know the one you, we passed. Yeah. They still have the same handful of game machines there, and and much than the last time I was there, the one, a couple of machines still had the same you know malfunctions and broken f- buttons and stuff which they never fixed.
3: Wow, yours must really suck because ours, mine, the one at where I live at is really good. So,
2: so say, no, mm-hmm. say nothing about how you switched from coins to that stupid card system, which allows them to charge more per. Like more than a typical quarter f- a credit for a, you know, their games. Like, I think that some of the big racing games are like, like seven or eight credits.
1: And also, they got rid of hold their their whole their their gold membership too.
2: Yeah, it right. seems like a waste. Hmm. But uh, anyway, also, Japanese arcades, like if there's like, if they're like multi, multi-floor buildings, like the first floor will be nothing but crane machines.
4: I
3: love
2: crane machines.
3: Never oh, no, get anything
2: from those. Crane di-
1: machines are a joke.
2: They're scams.
3: Different- you guys just oh, suck at playing at them. I used to there's win di- them every time.
2: There's a different technique they talked about. You know, There's a certain trick to actually getting the, the things in the machine. They, uh, one of the, the panelists shared a story about Justin Wong. About how he, the last trip he took to Japan. Mm-hmm. Went on a crane machine spree and won like a whole shitload of prizes wow. but, by t- but by the time it came for him to leave he couldn't fit everything in his in his suitcases Oops. and the thing is that that you know it's not just like stuff to- like cheap stuffed toys or stuff like that in the in the Japanese crane machine you can find one for feasibly anything so Justin Wong found a crane machine that dispenses luggage won a new suitcase and put all his <laughs>
0: That's wow. Crazy. There's a crane machine for a
2: suitcase. Well, it's not like an actual suitcase inside but It's like you pick up a little tag that says, you know, this sort of price. You take it over to. The oh, couch.
0: right.
2: You know, like that the has ones. a
0: real freaking big crane machine, though.
2: They have really <laughs> big crane machines. That you've seen them, DJ. Yes, I have. And, you know, the, the typical ones where they charge an exorbitant number of tickets for something you can get like 15 bucks at a Walmart. That's how you they know, like. You. Like, the last time we were out there, you saw, we saw, I looked at that, like, uh, Pots and pans, So it was, like, 35,000 tickets or something.
1: hmm
2: You remember that one? Yes, I do. And he said, oh, I can get a, just run over to Walmart, get, like, 20 bucks on you. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, okay. All right. Now, what other panels did you cover on Friday? Oh, uh, let's see.
2: Uh, another one I, that really struck me was, well, you and I, oh, well, I saw that Uncle Yo reading of his, that, uh, Uncle Yo has this pilot he wrote called Road Trippin'. Yeah, it's it's for an animated series. Was, and he's working on a pilot for about seven years or so now. And he had a a live reading of the script with him and like six other people doing the parts.
1: Okay, I think I walked in on that for a few minutes.
2: Yeah, I probably caught the tail end of it. Mm. I'd like to see him get it picked up. And it will oh,
1: probably make for a great flash animation.
2: Yeah. Ooh, and there was a panel for a Street Fighter across Tekken. Oh yeah, how did that go? Uh, well, Yoshinori Ono was there talking about it. He he introduced that Street Fighter Cross Tekken had a gem system. You could you could use to customize your character. So the typical mirror match wouldn't be, you know, as even as it would be. Okay. Like you get like five gem slots total. Like have some for boosting attack, speed, defense, or other things like that, and they trigger in different ways. Like. You, you, you like take a certain amount of damage or land a couple amount of attacks, and apparently him and the Harada, uh, Ketsu, the new Harada, the developer of Tekken Cross Street Fighter, yeah, there's been a huge, there's like huge rivalry between them, you know, like one upsmanship and you know that you know, upstage and the other, yeah, damn. And he said that on st- the day afterward they were going to have a football game like between the Tekken and the Street Fighter, you know. Sides mm-hmm. like a full football. I think it was like five on five, but they would have like pads and all, you know, big stadium set up, thunder sticks, all that good okay. stuff. Oh, that's cool. And, and the winner would get to kick off between the loser's legs.
4: <laughs>
2: like one of them, like the loser would be like bent over and like the foot and like the tee would be right behind them, And the winner would just run off and, and kick and kick the ball and it would land him right in, the, right in the ass or in the crotch, wherever he landed. That'll leave a bruise. Yeah. also they announced that Rufus was going to be in the game formally wow but okay. uh seeing the last trailer had Rufus from Street Fighter and Bob from Tekken you know tearing up the place you know it was kind of a given
1: okay I can kind of see that all right now what else is, what what else was going on that weekend
2: uh this is the two big ones from Friday I got them mm-hmm. I gotta double check my notes here. All right. Well,
1: I mostly just ran around and did the photography and photos, and I dragged all this equipment just so I could stream some of the panels. But unfortunately, due to shitty reception at the Java Center, I could not stream, so I didn't even bother. Yeah, at least record. Yeah, I was able to record. That's good. Some of the panels are on, are online right now, and they're trying to and I'm uploading the masquerade as we speak. Um I I think there was a lot more video gaming cosplay that weekend than like comic book or anime. Um yes. All right, good. I wasn't the only one that thought that.
2: Though you did see a bunch of comic staples.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, Sorry about that.
1: Zelda's trying to get in touch with you, dude, man.
2: Yeah, my phone you started
1: rupees? I said my Zelda, fo- not Link.
2: <laughs> my phone started doing that. You know what? Don't worry, I turned it off now. That's cool it just randomly plays the you got you got a different mail that you got a different like mail alert so yeah that happens and i have no idea what, <clears throat> i have no idea what's causing it
1: uh, it might be time for uh, for a restart but anywho, um i have to say that it wasn't as crowded as it was on saturday than it was on friday granted like saturday's like the big day you know mhm uh, uh I do notice on while I was following on Twitter some people were complaining about people stopping in the dealer's room for photos and I'm like, look, if you see someone in costume you're gonna take a picture of, you're gonna take that picture right then and there because that person doesn't have time for you to pull them aside outside the dealers room to take a picture, especially if they're in the process of finding something. So <coughs> even if you set up like a um like a designated photo booth area, so sort of like what anime Boston does, it still doesn't work all that all that well.
2: Plus, you see an interesting cosplay out of the corner of your eye. It can be pretty fleeting trying to get to it.
1: Damn right.
2: Oh, let's see. Oh, yeah, we, you were also there for Uncle Yo and Mario Bueno's Power Hour. That was great. And I
1: mean, both, of the, both guys are very good friends of mine, and I, and I support them both. But I found it kind of sad that right after Uncle Yo was done, like 80% of the people just left.
2: Yeah, that was a dick move.
1: I don't it think sad. it was a dick move, it was just kind of sad, but I, you know, what I guess... It was dickish. Yeah, but looking at <laughs> but looking at both their fan pages, looking at both their fan pages, more people love Uncle Yo more than Mario singing, you know?
3: Oh, he was singing?
1: Yeah. At New York Comic Con? Yup. That was the first mistake. No, not really. Mario always sings at conventions when he, when he has his own thing, yeah. But...
3: He's more popular in terms of the anime scene, and the only reason that I'm saying this is because we all know that New York Comic Con was, most, was promoted more than it was
1: in terms of anime fest. So. True, true. And then, well, then there, well, I'll say that for after, the, um, after we can talk about the convention. But um, okay. he did sing TM Revolution's uh, Heart of Sword, which I thought was a really good cover, and he actually did um, a cover of Real Emotion.
2: What? He, he did a bilingual version. Yep. Like he like mix up the English and Japanese verses.
1: Yeah. He actually edited for his own for his own background vocals and everything. Huh. So I thought that Is was really cool. Is there
3: somewhere I can see this on YouTube somewhere? It might be on
1: YouTube, but if you go to our if you go to our VO page at VO.com slash MHF session oh, TV, got you can Great. find it there.
0: Thank you, Rama.
1: You're welcome. Endorsement for the win. Hi-oh.
0: No more. We can't do the links yet. We gotta do that later.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll see it later. I'm sure. Yep. The only reason I've missed more of Saturday. You
1: you had called me asking um, about getting wigs. You said you were on your way. I didn't even see you all day. Even Tanner asked me if I saw you. Once uh. again,
3: this year's New York Comic Con was not my best con, and I wish I could forget it.
1: What happened? I have a
3: reason. The reason that I was, I actually, um, it took me forever to actually get to where I was was because I spent most of the time preparing for the masquerade. And this was a last minute thing. And everything, we the, the Luna costume that I had on was made from scratch. Okay. So a good a really good friend helped me with the costume. But however, because I had to work during the week, it was just, so, so many things that were constrained against each other, that added most of my time preparing for something that wasn't even my idea. So, given that added stress and bonus, I just didn't have a good time. So I don't really have much more to report, except that it was my first time ever doing a masquerade in
1: my life. Really? Did you have fun doing it? Uh, yeah, that's what I want to know.
3: I guess not. Actually, it was, it was fun. I, I'll admit it was fun. It was actually the first time I've ever sat into a masquerade or ever actually stayed there. The first time actually figuring out what it really was. I was so surprised. Oh.
1: Now, here's my thing. You kept saying how you hated masquerades. You didn't want to do them. What changed your mind? Because I was asked to
3: perform in the masquerade. If I wasn't in the masquerade, I wouldn't be there at all.
1: Ah! Oh, yes.
3: yes. So now I know why I never went to the masquerade in my life.
1: <laughs> yeah, I understand because for Oticon, you know, most of Saturday was taken up with me um, doing masquer doing our masquerade, which is something I ha- I'm used to, so I didn't it didn't really bother me as much, mm. and I still have fun doing it. Now, did you have fun doing? It?
3: Um. Well, the skit was based on a friend's idea, mm-hmm. and. It was my first time being on stage, and I had trouble actually doing the dance for the song.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But I did a lot better than her, our other partner, who didn't know. Basically, we told him if things didn't work out in terms of dancing, he could always do the the desperate mop dance approach, which I, I guess he did because I saw it in the video. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> S- explain that.
3: The mop dance. The mop dance, you don't if you don't know what to do or you forget you just try to make up dances. You ah. I kind of like the um, the at uh, the uh, the
0: Ashley Simpson jig.
3: pretty much. <laughs> See, <laughs> Saturday night live and everyone declared him the best dancer because he just uh-huh. did
1: what he wanted to do. See, that reminds yeah. me that reminds me of um Anime Next 03 when we did our DDR All-Star skit. We did all the rehearsals behind the screen behind the scenes Friday night and early Saturday. And we got up on stage. I actually forgot a part of the dance routine. So I just, but, but I remember the next part. So I just extended that, you know, by about five, by about five, six seconds to make it look like it was part of it. And that we had it turn
2: out. We walked, five
1: away, seconds, we, walked, then... we walked away with Best in Show. Five seconds, man.
3: I'm talking about during the whole skit. He didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> it's kind
0: of like when you don't know, when you're singing in a choir and you really don't We're know trying the to words, tell you him just how to do the, the cape, the cape
3: movement. He didn't even know how to move his cape all like cool, like, like, to a mask. It was funny. Well, how, how many days of practice did y'all have? I had a whole week to practice, so the dance was really easy for me. See, the thing— But he can't dance, though. He just didn't know how to dance,
1: so we got to cut him some slack for that, at least for trying. True, but on the same token, when you're doing skits like that, you need— I know you have to have at least a month, two months of skit practice to get that done, especially if you don't meet all the time, you know what I'm saying?
3: Oh, the dance wasn't so hard. I just
1: had to do one part of the chorus. Hmm. It was just twisting my
3: feet around, was pissing me off, cause I really hated doing those moves. Cause I, I run and do small dances that make it easy, but me just doing it really fast is just like ah.
1: So. All right, now, since I started this um podcast and I and the website and recording masquerades, this is the first time I had missed the masquerade because I was off on the um line for speed dating, which I'll get into that in just a bit. So, really? Yep. Did I tell you that the masquerade was actually
3: delayed for quite some time? And it's I heard.
1: To- yes. <laughs> My father.
3: said something therapy. really mean to kick people out that really wasn't planning to stay. <laughs>
1: See, my when I first heard about the um the masquerade was delayed ninety minutes. First thing it came to mind, some cosplayer behind the stage must have had a diva meltdown <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> I'm That's not the- going out
3: there. No,
1: there was some other event that was taking place
3: that pretty much took over. I know for oh. that that happened. Yeah, it was probably it was
1: probably the Avengers panel that ran. The- I heard it was the Avengers Walking Dead panel that ran ridiculously Ooh. late.
2: Yeah, and people they were, were popular. To, but what I heard, they were supposed to filter, to say, "All right, guys, we got the masquerade coming in. Let's wrap it up." Nope,
3: no,
0: nobody cares. That's what they, they don't care
1: me. about us. Some
2: yeah, They don't
1: us. care. It's not that they don't care about us. Remember the Walking Dead and Avengers? Those are not fan panels. Those are corporate panels. So you can't tell them to get the fuck out. Because if you do, once they again, don't, they yeah, don't yeah. care. About <laughs> <us>. <laughs>
3: I
0: reiterate. Like corporations who don't care. If this were like if this were the Occupy Wall Street, New York Anime Fest
1: would be like the one percent. Oh 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 oh. Speaking of that, on Sunday I ran into some friends and they did they did Occupy Capcom. <laughs> They are still mad about Mega Man Legends 3 being canceled, and they protested the Capcom booth.
2: Fuck yeah, man. Yes, I, I am That's holding, awesome.
1: I am holding here a piece of paper that they gave me called the Mega Man Legends story, and they actually have a website, legends3.com. Do you people—I know this is about Comic-Con, but I just gotta say this. Legends was a mediocre game. So were the follow-up games. Capcom is not going to invest money into a mediocre game. If they're not going to make... Tell
2: that to the, Ca- the Street Fighter Alpha series. They... Oh, spoken. Wait, wait,
1: Capcom made bank off of Street Fighter Alpha. Eh. You might have thought it was mediocre, but Capcom made bank off of that. They didn't make bank off of the Legends series, which was prior to the reason why it was cancelled. That and the guy who created Mega Man left the company, you know? That was like the nail in the final coffin. So, the, So, oh well. Now back to our weekly scheduled um, comic con.
3: Wow! After that, I don't even know what to say anymore.
1: <laughs> well, well, let's talk about speed dating. Sure, sure. I went. That's all you, man. I actually yeah, went. Go right I, like, ahead. I went because sure. I had I had, nothing, I had nothing else better to do. So I was like, why not? Since I couldn't get in last year, so I figured I'd do it this year. And I ran into my friend uh, Dana. She was actually just hanging around over by speed dating just to charge her phone, and she actually ended up going in, and they were actually recording um, the speed dating, because Discovery Channel I think it's Discovery they're doing a, a reality show called Geek Light, Geek Love oh,
2: really?
1: So, yes, and I signed a release form for Sunday, so I expect to see my silly ass on it, so hey, dum, dum, let us know dum. when it's on hmm? let us know when it's on I will, I will but, um, I went in and I had a lot of fun doing it that Saturday panel, I got no contact numbers at all. Like, five, six of us got nothing. Absolutely jack. Come to find out that <laughs> was some guy that was under 18... It's 18 plus, so a 17-year-old kid got snuck, somehow got, got in there, and he got busted. <laughs> oh, and there's more. I think it was the same guy, but, um... He was actually taking pictures of, um of the of the sheets. See, on these sheets you write if, you, if there was a girl that you liked, you went to her sheet and you wrote down your name and either your email address or your number. And he was taking pictures of those sheets and he was from my understanding he was actually writing on some of the sheets for the girls his contact info and like, yes, I want sex. Oh, wow. What a, yeah. what a dick. Very. What a
3: douchebag. Uh-huh. Is this all in character?
1: Nope. Down,
0: (laughs) yeah, it's not like, um, oh god, the character is escaping me, but forget it,
1: it's it's a moot point, go move on. Mm -hmm. So, I actually got up early, went back and did it Sunday. They recorded that one, and I got one contact info, so it wasn't so bad.
2: Yay,
1: Uh, I mean, to be perfectly honest, even though I have a girlfriend. And I, but I'm in an open relationship, so I'm allowed to do this. So I don't oh want to hear any goes. emails from anybody saying, <laughs> che- <laughs> I don't want to hear no, I don't want get no emails saying I'm cheating on my chick. I, it's an open relationship, so we're cool. My thing is this I'd like to see more conventions do speed dating because, to be perfectly honest, given the stuff that we do, our hobbies, I don't think we would go so well in normal speed dating, you know?
3: Another other news.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, I know that chick. Oh, you mean the picture that I posted? Yes, that's Pixie Terry. No, I just like the picture. And her shampoo costume. I mean, it ain't bad. That's not what it is. I just thought the picture was funny. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's... I don't know who the character is, but she is shampoo. But um, let's not go there. I already had um my rant about that, so... <laughs> So overall, I was able to do two mini photo shoots, got about 600 photos, which was a record for me. Wow. Plus, I felt like I made up for my loss at Otacon.
4: So that's yeah. pretty much
1: happening. Now, my thing that pissed me off when I got there Thursday, there was another like convention going on downstairs. It would be nice if Reed was able to get the entire Javits Center for this convention. Because I think if they... Did it would not be as packed, you know?
3: Well, you know, actually, speaking of they some don't of the
1: care. Planners, I know. Um, even though the number, even though 105,000 people showed up,
3: unless, I guess unless the
0: uh, the the, um, the promoter is willing to shell out the money to get the convention center
1: for the whole weekend. But Reed like makes the whole thing. Reed makes bank off of it every year, so it's not an issue. Why not?
2: It's a serious money maker for him, so. Which is yeah. kind
1: of, which Not is,
0: only that, they have to deal with all the other people that want to book stuff for that same weekend and for that
1: same amount of time too. But also this year they didn't even they didn't have next year's dates up, so that might just happen.
0: Maybe I I hope that they are able to expand. Maybe it won't be as crowded and crazy, that makes or as as packed into one location. But hey, what do I know?
3: Okay, so. Here's one announcement that I'm surprised that nobody didn't um, mention. What?
1: Um, The big announcement that came up from Funimation Entertainment. Oh, oh, I was there for that. They're, uh, Funimation joined forces with Nico Nico. What happened? Yeah. They're, they announced a partnership.
2: I mean, what's going to become of this? Because I didn't hear this. They're
1: going to be simulcasting their, um, Nico Nico's online sh- uh, anime streamings. Oh, that's cool. And unfortunately, 4chan has gotten a link of this. Okay course
2: they
3: have yeah yeah their ads are all over 4 i've been there i've actually seen you know the comments you know how the comments stream all over the video and whatnot oh goodness i think it's gonna be the new hangout for 4 oh boy
1: uh, well it is what it is
3: we'll see what happens
1: but their site is up nico com. yes and um if you were there thursday and you got like you got a grab bag. There was a Nico Nico shirt in the bag. Ooh.
2: Yeah, I got one of those, yeah. but they're Swag. all lo- but they're all just size large, so it doesn't fit right. It,
1: it just barely fit me, and it's like, are you guys trying to tell me I need to lose weight? Fuck you. Ah,
3: uh, my friend just told me that. Oh wait. huh hmm? Kudo. Kudo. What? I said never mind. Ah,
0: don't leave us hanging. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Oh no, I I, I was I saying something and I forgot what I was gonna say, which is why
1: I stopped. Uh, right. Your train of
0: thought
1: derailed. Yeah. We're See. Okay. N- now my main beef about Comic Con was the fact that our press passes was just nothing more than gl- over, were just glorified badges. We couldn't jump any lines. We couldn't get any prime seating or anything like that. Compared to last year, you know.
3: Question. Answer. Did anybody figure out any of the interviews? Because that was actually my biggest concern as well. Because when I got the press, when I got the emails, I got emails for like interviews for comic artists, which was not a bad thing. I mean, that's great for people who want to interview artists, but I didn't see anything for anime. Was that just me or was that did anybody have that problem too?
1: I didn't even bother with the interviews per se. And before we continue, Sailor Flair had to bounce. So everyone say bye Flair. Bye Flair. Bye.
2: Flair. bye. All right. And away she goes. mm
1: -hmm. I didn't even bother with that.
2: Yeah, the interviews weren't happening that weekend.
1: That's too bad. I wanted to do interviews, but, you know, it's just been too much of a hassle, so I, you know, F it. But we were able to do our mini-cosplayer interviews on Sunday, which I was pretty happy about. Aww. And reading some, like I said, reading some of the backlash from the con... I mean, Comic Con has come a long way, but instead of like taking giant leaps like some conventions do, they're taking baby steps.
2: Oh, speaking of backlash. Yeah. Men's fitness. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Who wants to take this one? Allow me. It's all yeah, yours.
2: Yes. Yeah, so a couple days after the con, they put like men's yeah. Fi- uh. Men's Fitness' website published an article, recapping the con with the subtitle "Flabby versions of your favorite superheroes." Oh, we're off to a great start, aren't yeah. we? So basically, throughout the article, there was like it was written about this guy named Jordan Burchette, who I learned three years ago did a similar article, ironically enough, on New York Comic Con, where he, or bla- he blasted the convention goers for a cosplaying, b going out in public see not having the Herculean slash supermodel physiques that, that are perpetrated by you know, comic book artists and you know, magazines such as Men's, Men's Fitness.
1: I don't know why they're there then. Hell, this yeah. guy even um, made a mockery of the cops because he thought they were in costume as well.
2: Oh, I'm sure they would have appreciated that. Mm.
1: Wow, this guy so, sounds
2: like a complete
3: dumbass, but go on.
2: He's a complete dumbass. But basically, the backlash was, if it was an actual tidal wave, it would have washed up in San Francisco. It would have washed up in, you know, St. Louis somewhere if it had hit the East Coast. The response, especially on our Facebook page, was overwhelmingly negative.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Also, he tried to justify it by saying, "Oh, we're just trying, we're just having fun. We actually like New York. Lighten up," and you know that just fucking made it worse. I already wrote a big article on it for the website, but it's nice to know that there are other places, you know, such as websites like NerdBastards.com, dot com, dot com, and the Mary Sue dot com, who were equally pissed off with them. Yep, and, and there was
1: also um, an article on Total Fangirl about it too.
2: Oh, I didn't see that. I, one. Yeah,
1: um, I think I linked that to you, and she took it to the next level. I mean, our you took it deep, but she just went one step further. That, that's how deep her report was.
2: So she well, got really pissed off at it. She huh? took
1: it. She t- it was like more personal to heart. You know, you were doing it from more of a. You were still doing it, it personal, but from a professional point of view, she took it personal to heart, and I was like,
2: "Wow." Yeah, I'm writing. So I, w- I was in writers. I had my journalism hat on, so yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, that did piss me off what he was saying. Thankfully, though, the article and the Facebook discussion about it was pulled. After a couple of days, nobody screen they,
3: capped that crap.
2: They oh yeah, ca- um, hang on, let me think. I think ifanboy.com dot com has screen caps of it.
1: Awesome.
2: One of them does. I linked oh. a couple of pages on it. No, yeah, it, uh,
1: yeah, you did. You did. Uh, link. Yeah.
2: It's either the Marys, not ifanboy. Uh, no, it's probably uh, it's probably on something else. I didn't. Well,
1: I wouldn't. I really wouldn't worry about it right now. But I mean, article after was the removed. Later, we'll,
2: oh yeah, here it is. It's on. Nerdbastards.com. Oh, okay. <laughs> Along with new, oh, he was. They also point out that, you know, a lot of a lot of people in the pictures aren't looking at the camera, which makes me, which kind of, which kind of gives a little, you know, weight behind my, my theory that the people whose pictures he took didn't have their, didn't have permission to get their pictures taken by him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I want to think it's, you know, like I said, there's a bunch of re. Reason I like to think that, you know, you what know, well, I called it, you know, quote, too much negative press, you know, the legal issues with the pictures or the fact that they're getting blasted by nerds was too much for their poor little egos to take.
1: True. And I remember a friend of mine was like questioning, like, how they could get away with that and yet it was okay for us to do it within our inner circle. I mean, this is how I look at it. If you i just if you hate your mother, you can be like, Mom, I can't stand you, this, that, this, that, and this. Now, that's okay because it's between you and your mom. That's family. Now, if you have a friend over and your friend says your mom is a douchebag for saying something like that, you're gonna get offended because they don't know the situation. So they spoke out of line. It's, like, it's okay for us nerds to make fun of each other and tease each other because we all do the same thing. But when you got a jock calling us out, that's the problem. Like, who the hell are you to say this and that when you don't even know what the hell is going on?
2: And, yeah, you, my article, I did break it down, you know, how, just how difficult cosplaying really is. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure, you know, a lot of people, like, were sweating fucking bullets the first time they put together a cosplay and figured... Oh, great, I actually have to walk around a convention like this now. Yep. Yeah,
3: I see that the link is definitely gone for sure.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: And one of my friends was like, we could at least get an apology for it. I was like, just be thankful they took the article down.
2: Yeah, they're not going to formally apologize for this. You just know that. Nope. But, yeah, that the moral of the story is, you know, fuck Jordan Burchette, fuck Maxim Magazine, fuck Men's Fitness... You know, if, if you wanted to cosplay, then fucking do it.
1: I don't even think Maximus is, is still in, is still being printed.
2: No, it is. But, oh, it is? Oh, okay. But, yeah, like I said, it's, like, I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. Agreed.
1: All right, now, what's everyone's opinion of Comic-Con? Your thoughts?
3: It ain't stay there long enough to have a really big opinion of it, but I was disappointed. The only place that I really wanted to go to was the Adventure Time panel. Mm-hmm. And I did not get to because it was stuffed as hell. And like, I think every year they don't let the people out; they let everyone stay in, and then drag more people in,
1: which Mm -hmm. I don't think is really fair at all. But there was too many Adventure Time cosplayers running around. I I was like, "What the hell?"
2: You think that's the new Naruto or Axis Powers Italia?
1: God no! That cartoon is a. I think that cartoon is pretty stupid. What? Yeah, cartoon. Adventure Time. Really? I think it's,
2: it's stupid. stupid. Well, it's not. I think it's great. I really haven't seen it, so it doesn't really interest me. But what well, bothers okay, me is Tom like, Kenny sat- was there, and I was
3: upset. <sighs> and I missed him.
1: <sighs> mm. Now,
2: also... Like said, the, one, of, one of the things that bothers me, like one personal shout-out, what time is it And everyone else shouts out? Adventure time, you know. You know the, the lemming shit like that kind of bothers me. Mm.
1: Now, my, 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 my thing, I discovered that there is talk that next year they're going to eliminate the whole anime festival aspect altogether.
2: Oh, fuck that. But isn't New York Anime Festival a separate convention? No. It
1: the same person. It, it's like, it's like, Anime Festival is like the little brother. It's like the little section. That's the anime section. You know, they, I think they just left it up there just to give it like a special, like a nice name or something like that. But from what I'm hearing, that's going to be gone next year. It's just going to be Comic Con. Everything's going to be just merged together.
2: I'm not sure if I'd want to go next year, then.
1: They're trying to push it more along the lines of San Diego Comic-Con.
2: So that means if I met Mark Hamill out there, like, either New York or I'm so mad I
3: didn't even meet him.
2: Did you have
1: $100?
3: To meet him in person? Yep. Yeah. Just to see him?
1: Yep. Yeah. To get his autograph, too. Yep, 100 bucks.
3: Oh, my God. Can I punch his, like, manager or agent or whoever the hell it is? That's Mark Hamill. I think that's well
1: worth the 100 bucks. Hell, <laughs> if I had the 25 bucks, I would have gotten Brian O'Halloran's autograph. I met Kevin Sorbo, and I was happy. That was okay.
2: I got Diamond Dallas Page's autograph.
1: Self. High five. And the king was there on Sunday.
2: I, was, I think I might have been at, at the uh, Veronica Masato panel. Mm.
1: I'm still Do you
2: upset remember me from last year though that's cool yeah but across the across the way from her because it was in there, that big that big you know youth section on the right hand corner where the autograph section is so right across from the her panel was a beyblade tournament oh yes so,
3: oh yeah that was, that was so cool looking
2: and, like the announcer was a little too happy to be there like he's he, like screamed, he, let her rip he, at like he, at the top climbed, of his yeah. lungs Kind oh, of you know,
1: so funny! He kind of reminded me of the announcer from Angelic Layer, which was Vic Mignogna. Oh boy. Meganagana. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, but you know, it kept you know encroaching on the other panels in the area.
1: Now, overall, this is my th- my thoughts on Comic Con. If you really are into the comic books, if you're into the pop culture. Well, more to comics and to pop culture, then you should definitely go. If you're really big into anime, I'd skip it. But if you have a lot of friends that are going, whether they're anime geeks or video game geeks or comic book geeks, you'll end up going with them. I would just say, honestly, just, just, go on a just day trip it and call it a night. I mean... There wasn't even a game room. I mean I mean, granted you had demos all over the place and I did like Final Fantasy thirteen too, but would have been nice to have like a game room with consoles for playing. That would've been nice.
2: Instead you we had we demoed that one YYR Games probably. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, YYR.
1: Yeah, it's YYR Games. The game is Bungie Ferret Tossing, which is under MRG games, mostly random games.
2: Mm-hmm. I that, remember that.
1: That was fun. Okay, it's a game where you have to you have to get rid of all these terrorists and ninjas and so forth. And you're on a helicopter, and your only weapon are ferrets. <laughs> okay. And the ferrets are are, just, are designed at, designed after Tamari's ferret from Naruto. Oh goodness. And I cannot remember that ferret's name to save my own life.
2: To the Naruto wiki you go. Mm.
1: You know what's sad? I actually googled it and I couldn't get an answer. That was kind of sad. I'm surprised. Kiri Mai, supposedly.
2: Is it ever named on screen or in the manga? It
1: was. I believe it was.
2: You know. Or did it pop up in one of those data books that no one, that hardly anyone ever knows about?
1: Okay, I'm I'm reading on one person's site. It says, I've heard them both called Kiri Kiri Kiri, Karmia and Kamatari. That's what I heard. Let's see. Hello. Well, I'm looking at the the wiki right now. So wiki. Do, do,
2: do, do, do. just about every major title has a has mm-hmm. its own wiki now. I
1: like hamsters.
2: You don't say. Did.
1: Wow, I don't even see it.
3: So who's going to the Hatsuki and Sine Miku
1: we, concert? I I may go to that, but um before we're gonna we get go in, to the screening.
2: Yeah, but when is it?
1: Well, before yeah. we get into that, let's just finish. Let's just wrap this up real quick. Okay. Because we're coming down to the end. So my thing is, if you're not, if you're more of the anime person, Comic Con is just worth day tripping, the masquerade, and going home. I would say go to AAC, another anime convention in, in New Hampshire. Go there instead, okay? And Ari, what is your take on Comic Con?
2: It was a little bit like, the same mixed bag as was last year. I mean, I didn't have any, you know, really like crushing moments like like I did last year, but you know, I think it could have been better. Yep. Yeah. The waiting in line almost three hours to get into the masquerade, like, really got on my nerves.
0: Mm.
2: Hmm. hope you
3: made it.
2: Yeah, eventually. They get one of the few blisters, though. Oh, also, something else that bothered me. What? No power outlets anywhere.
1: Compared oh, to, I found one.
2: <laughs> you you
1: mean at the masquerade or in no ja-
2: no anywhere in the jarvis Center?
1: There were a few, but it was like they were harder to find compared to last year.
2: Yeah, from apparently yeah. What I had to do when I was waiting for the masquerade to start, mm-hmm. you know, so I can actually start getting in line, I was like, I found like there's a total like four power outlets working that I found the like, entire weekend, and they're all in the same spot, like outside, like, the 1A or 1B rooms. Yeah. So, like, put all my stuff down there, all your stuff down there, and charged your camera and my phone at the same time. Okay. And, uh, actually put out a power strip, one of power strip, and plugged that in, and I made a lot of friends doing that because, you know, other people wanted to charge their shit up, too, and, you know, they had the same complaints. Mm-hmm. There's no fucking power strips anywhere. And apparently, at other conventions, I think at of one of the rent fairs yeah. that person went to. Yeah. They mm-hmm. had, you know, charging stations or like had this like long like st- like long you know post full with like power outlets on, on it you can just pop in there, plug everything in and just wait. Right. But yeah, some yeah, something like that for a convention as big as near Comic Con not having it, hmm. it's just it doesn't fit. Oh and also there was a there was a line for a panel that was, you know, building up, building up, building up and we actually had to lie and say, yeah, we're in line for this panel because we, cause our stuff wasn't fully charged and we didn't feel like getting up and trying to look for another power hello, right. which we knew we wouldn't find.
1: It was kind of like um, when I was online for the uh, for speed dating because it was like a two-hour wait till the next one and we were like, you know, fuck it, we're going to stick around. Like, I stayed while a couple other guys just went to go run run errands and do what they had to do and come back. I was like, it's only fair. I'm not going anywhere.
3: I found an outlet, really. That's like good. In the line of the masquerade in this one corner. Mm-hmm. I was happy.
2: I was like way out of the way.
3: <laughs> I, mean, I-, I mean, it was where everyone was lining up, but I was there a lot. Er- I was there a lot earlier before the line came up.
2: Oh, and I tried talking to somebody about, you know, getting in, getting a an earlier mm-hmm. placement in line or a seat because of a press pass. Not only did they, did I not get to speak to an actual staffer, you know, as I, I was said relegated to the, the friggin' volunteers, but. A, the volunteers went out of their way to, to say to you know, direct me away from any possible staffers, and they were very you know rude, in saying, yeah, no, you can't like, yeah, you can't go any further. You have to get the to back of the line like everybody else. I heard. Even though a, an earlier staffer said, yeah, there's going to be a press section, just get down like go down there and tell them, yeah, you're part of the press and they'll take care of you from there. No, I guess maybe some people just didn't know that the procedure would change. Like
1: I said, it's become like a glorified pass. So, And my thing is, I'm all about wanting to, like, buy extra batteries for the laptop, the camcorders, you know, so we can get all of this. But, you know, sometimes these batteries and these, char- these ch- will not handle, like, the full panel. So, you know, mm. it would be nice, you know. It's We don't even, you know... As press, a lot of us don't even ask for much. So I, for for Comic Con 2012, I would just have to seriously take it into consideration of, of returning next year. Seriously.
2: Tell me about it. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe. All right. Now that we got that covered, I know we started to talk about the um the the Vocaloid concert, but why don't we just save that for? Wait, when is it? The, the concert's on the 19th, right? I don't know. I'm not going. Mm. Well, I I promise to help. Oh, you're volunteering? Yeah. Good. So we'll maybe we'll save some of that for our next week uh, episode. Cool. Oh. Oh, not not next week. Um, when I come back from uh, Yomacon, so that's gonna yeah, that's be. That's right. You'll
2: have you'll have that to talk about too.
1: Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to do it because it's gonna be me, my girlfriend, her, two kids, my friend, and her kid. So I'm just figuring out how I'm gonna strategically pull this up for photos. Video, all that good stuff.
3: Have fun.
1: I plan on it. So, shall we take a break and when we come back, wrap things up? Of course. Sure. Works for me. We'll be back. <laughs> to decon and wrap things up. Does that work for you guys?
2: Yes. Sir. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright. Well, before we go, I just want to say support our indie podcasters. Check out Orange Lounge Radio at orangeloungeradio.com Um Courthouse It's a war, it's a um, podcast about World of Warcraft. You can find them at wardhouse.com or Quarthouse.net, I don't remember. And there's Electric Sisterhood. They're a a Gen Con type of podcast to talk about video games, technology and anime, all that cool stuff. You can find them at electricsisterhood.com. And OLR is your game. They talk about video games in general, so you can find them at radio.com. Now, as for us, if you like what you heard, please tell a friend. The intern will tell another friend, uh, multiple friends. And that's how we spread. We want to be viral, but you know, that's how we roll. So check out our website at animejamsession.com. We're trying to get a lot more articles up there. As you can see, we've been updating a little bit more. So if you like it, let us know. If you don't like it, still let us know. We're always looking for making improvements. Um, You can always find our podcast freely available on podcast.net, podcast.com, podcast Podcast alley, Yahoo Podcast, Zoom Marketplace, and ever popular iTunes. And if you hear us on iTunes, why always give us a five star review? You know, if you like it, let us know. And if you do, then um, we'll have no problem advertising you on, on our podcast. You know, we'll hawk you. you know, that's what we do. And check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. We have a lot of convention clips sitting up there, so check them out, especially our cosplayer interviews. And if you want to check out our made shows and Masquerades, you can check us at vo.com hcom slash Anime Jam Session TV. And we also have our own personal YouTube pages. You can find me at DJ Ronima S. You can find Kuda over at Tiger Chick Chibi. Tiger with a Y. You can find Sailor Flare under Sailor Flare. And the RE Man. You can find him under re 22682 And follow us on Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Sessions. We'll be posting there about upcoming conventions that we're going to be at. Cool stuff you have to check out. Other interesting things. But if you want to follow our crazy psychoticness and our randomness, you can find me at DJ Random S, Kuro at Kuro Usagi chan. You know she needs to tweet more. Yeah. Um, You can find Ari Rockefeller at The Ari Man, and, and uh, Sailor Flair at Make It Epic. We're also on Foursquare, Square, but we're not going to reveal that. We have enough stalkers as it Foursquare Square now.
2: And I can only dispose of their bodies so many, so often before people start asking questions. Yep.
1: And... We're also available on Facebook. Check out our Facebook fan page. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. And thanks to you guys liking our stuff, our pictures, and our videos. We have over 630 uh, fans on Facebook. And like 44 people are talking about us on Facebook. So, you guys, you rock. And we can't thank you enough for that. So we're going to try to continue to hook you guys up with some more cool stuff Yay. <laughs> and check out our personal page you can find Kuro over at Chibi Kurosaki, and you can find me over at DJ Ron my latest post is about um plans for Yomaka
3: my latest post is about vitamins moe vitamins
1: Ooh. I need vitamins um Kuro do you still have your blog up uh I'm re my website. I'm actually redoing it right now, okay. so not Well, my site is up. It's uh, djrons.net I try to update it weekly, but I've been slacking the last couple of weeks, so I should have something up by the time this podcast hits the uh, hits the airwaves. And our radio stream, disingenuousradio.com. I will do my best to get our stream up there for some cool music and our podcast, disingenuousradio.com. And that's it! So, any last words, anyone?
2: Nope. I got nothing.
1: Kuro? No. <laughs> Me, I want some chili and rice.
2: Such noble pursuits.
1: Damn right. And the chili, and I made it with the lamb, so it came out really good. So, that is it. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Kuro Saki.
2: And I'm Ari Rockefeller.
1: Um, and we will see you... D- Week of November sixth, I believe. I will be back from Yomacon and I'll be telling my tales and adventures in at a Midwestern con.
2: We'll have fun with that.
1: I'll do. Later, everyone.
2: Bye. See ya.
0: This podcast is a joint production of DJ Rama S. And me, Sailor Flair. Please note that no fanboys or fangirls were harmed in the making of this episode. This time. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and DisingenuousRadio.com.